The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two. 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron might read it. Twitter's at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At uh, Aaron is Blitzed. At Degenerates975, you can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first hour. Uh, pretty much nonsense. Uh, this is our our getaway day, as it were, since uh, we're off the rest of the week. Patrick Creighton tomorrow. Moneyline guys on Thursday. And uh, Freddie D on Friday. So, uh, and ordinarily, I will always respond to emails and tweets and DMS and stuff. Uh, if I don't get back to you over the next five days, don't take it personally. I'm trying to unplug from social media too, on top of everything else. Just for once. I think it's a smart move. Yeah. Well, like I said, I got a little work to do and then I want to get as far away from human beings as possible for a while. That's the move. And you know, maybe I'll come back and say, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to allow Tuesday textures again, and maybe I won't. So we'll see. A um, couple of things following up on the uh, the draft a little bit. Just see what uh, what's happening with Tal guy's uh, jersey right now. No, maybe I should call him. Butt. Oh, I did see this. Maybe yeah. I should call him Butt Guy instead of Tal Guy. No, he's Tal Guy. Uh, yeah. There's, is there any way to combine towels and butts for him? Batal. Eh, it doesn't work. All right. Uh, yeah, but if you're a fan of Tal Guy, you can now get his jersey for more than 50% off. Isn't that crazy? Oh. And, uh, like, I saw a picture that had his jersey for 50% off and Will Fuller jerseys still for full price. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're, I, I, if I'm them... I mean, nobody's buying these things. I mean, who's going to wear a Watson jersey around? And, and, I, I don't think anybody is. Uh, unless you're... Unless wh- you're doing it ironically. Yeah. Like, there there could be people buying them for Halloween costumes. Like, they're going to wear that jersey and then just, like, a, a, a towel. towel. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty clever. So, I guess that... Or, you know, you, you're going to carry around a little masseuse table with you. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. But uh, in Grizzle or their half staff, <laughs> I don't think that was his problem. No, <laughs> pretty sure that. Uh, eh, well, I mean, I don't know. All I can think about is him humping the air. So, you want to uh, talk a little foosball? Yeah, I do. I've got a list of the uh, the twenty one veterans that were put on notice by by teams NFL draft. I saw this, so I was I was going to bring that one up. At some uh, point I, I today thought this too. was fun to uh, to yeah. go through, and the first one. No surprise, 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I think Yimmy will probably – I think they start the season with him. 
I'm certain they start the season with him. Because I, I think that's the thing about Trey Lance is he's got a lot of upside. Yeah. I, I don't think, especially because he didn't play last year, I don't think he's anywhere near ready to play in the NFL. And I don't think we're having full mini camps and that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be as bad as it was last year. And they're too good of a team to just throw them to the wolves and just say, right. well, if, if, we, and, if we don't win this year, no big deal. I don't think the 49ers think like that. And frankly... I think the best bet for him would have been getting traded to the Patriots, and I think they got their guy. I think so too. So I, I think he'll. I, I think he'll be fine. Uh, what about Broncos running back Melvin Gordon? Bye. Yeah, I. I mean, listen, the Broncos have kind of. Uh, it, it, they've they've been kind of a running back by committee for some time. Although they now. did they did let Lindsey go, which the. Uh, the team on Kirby got right, so maybe now they—I don't know—maybe they keep him around for a year. I, it, it's it, and what, it, what's his cap hit? Does it say? Uh, let me see. It would it would save about seven million dollars if it was done before the season. Okay, but uh, honestly, he he may be tradable, right? Mm, not. For, I mean, I think you're mid to late round pick. He still ran for. 1144 yards and 10 touchdowns yeah you're still taking on eight million dollars in cap hit yeah uh, I, I think uh so yeah he, his cap number is eight million I, I think you keep him around um and you can let him go next year and uh, cowboys linebacker leighton vander esch who man it, there was a time when it looked like he was the future of that that team's defense yeah and they didn't, and pick, now up they didn't his, pick up his option they didn't pick up his option uh i, I guess uh, I, i'm a little surprised by that but yeah, I'm can't I'm, stay healthy though. No. Uh Giants receiver Sterling Shepard. Yeah, I think he's probably I think so too. They get they got Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony in the first round. My guess is uh they're gonna try to try to find a, a taker on him. And he, he could he's still got enough value. He I mean he's got enough value that they could trade him and, and get something back. He's he's making ten million dollars a year, but he had, yeah, I, I think you're probably looking at a fifth or a sixth at best. Yeah. Um, well, once guys start getting injured, a guy who catches 60 balls a year, that he's pretty valuable. Yeah, although you know, I, I think more likely you're going to – I mean, teams are going to say, well, you're going to have to wind up cutting him. So, uh, right. Jets wide receiver Jamison Crowder. Yeah, bye. Yeah, I think he's gone now. They could save $10.35 million by releasing him. <sighs> get that and he's only in he's in the last year of his deal. Only played seven games last year. Jets running back Tevin Coleman. I think you can say goodbye to him as well. Yeah. This one's interesting. This, this guy is going to end up somewhere, and I, I think he's got something left. Is Atlanta Falcons tight end Hayden Hurst? Now they get Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's the guy. Hayden Hurst isn't going to be around anymore. I think Hayden Hurst can play somewhere. 56 catches, 571 yards, six touchdowns last year. My guess is somebody says, this guy could play for us. Is that a guy you think could get traded for? Uh, yeah, I think you could get something for him. Um, and frankly, I mean, the, the Falcons have to do something right now. Although Hurst is only a $1.9 million cap hit, there's a lot of value to keeping that guy. Yeah. And especially if you're going to trade Julio Jones. You use pits differently. Um, I I'd rather keep him at that price because that's not going to help your cap very much. And you know now they're in. They've got issues with the cap, which is why the whole Julio yeah. Jones thing has come up. 
So I, I think if you trade Jones, Pitts replaces him as a weapon. You still use Hurst. I, I, I think I keep him. He's, he's, he's too valuable at that cost. Uh, Bengals kicker. They drafted a kicker in the fifth round. Austin right. Siebert. He, he's probably gone. Uh, he drafts a kicker in the fifth round. Mm. Oh, that's a Bengals move. Yep. Uh, Titans linebacker Rashawn Evans. Um, they they took Monty Rice in the third round, and I don't know that he's another guy who his his option didn't get picked up. So my guess is that he'll he'll play this season and he'll just go on his way. Yeah. Uh, Niners running backs Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson both entering a contract season. Both uh, injury issues, and the Niners took Trey Sermon. Although Trey Sermon's one of these guys who the question will be: can he can he carry the load for a full season? No one, not really by himself. Yet. I don't uh, think so. Either. I, I love the guy. I love the pick, but I think that's a guy you have to at least split time with. He should change a pace, especially early on. And I mean, he, he, he. I don't know if he's durable to hold up, which is why I think you keep at least one of those guys. Uh. Bears quarterbacks, Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Don't think you keep them both. I don't think so either. And if you do, then Nick Foles is like the best third string quarterback in the history of football. Yeah, I uh, you know, I don't know that anybody would trade for for Foles, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you keep both of them. Uh, Especially if Fields winds up starting for you. Yeah, and th- there's going to be pressure for him to start, although the Bears also in the same situation as the 49ers you don't want to you don't want to throw anybody out there because you've got to you've got a chance to win some games this year already and Andy Dalton can win games with the Bears like yeah uh Cardinals wide receivers Christian Kirk Andy Isabella Andy Isabella is a disaster he yeah, sucks he's useless uh Christian Kirk it, it was a second rounder in 2018 he hasn't been he great. hasn't lived up to that no um and Rondale Moore who they drafted is is kind of the new small guy and uh they've got DeAndre Hopkins AJ Green and they're still talking to Larry Fitzgerald so my guess is both both those guys are probably gone. Uh, Jags tackles Cam Robinson and Jawan Taylor. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Robinson has kind of outlived his usefulness. He's on the franchise tag this year. He'll probably play this out and, yeah. and be gone. He's good, but he's nothing special. Yeah, this one I disagree with. Jags running back James Robinson. He's not going anywhere. Just because they drafted Eddie in, that you need more than one. We talk about that yeah. all the time. But he also they signed Carlos Hyde, third third string, uh, and and they, you know they, they feel good about their room. And now here's the thing that they they should consider: if you can trade James Robinson, who was an undrafted free agent, if you can trade him for anything, that's kind of a win, right? It is, but I mean, like a six-round pick is not a win for a guy who's productive. I'd rather have I'd rather have him there. And and you know, Carlos Hyde's a third-string back at this stage. He, he's, you know, I know he's two years removed from being pretty good for the Texans, but you know, he, he's he's also getting older. Uh, you want Eddie N to be your your guy, and he might at some point. But I'm not getting I'm not getting rid of that guy. That, that's a good backup to have. Broncos center Lloyd Cushenberry. Um. He was the 36th ranked center out of 36 qualifiers mm. by PFF. So, yeah, probably gone. Yeah. Rams wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. He was already going to have a problem because Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Van Jefferson were there. And now they drafted Tutu Atwell, who's going to be the small speed guy who is 
and he's not a hundred years old. Right. That's probably the end of Deshaun Jackson. And then this one, pretty obvious. Although again, I don't know that this is right away because, especially because he's on such a an incentive laden contract. Cam Newton uh, with the Patriots. Yeah, I I think they. It might even keep him as a backup. I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know that I agree with that. What's uh, your legal team say? Uh, I don't know. Let's ask Lawyer Dave. What does he say? What's going on, buddy? I am listening to you guys, and that's a pretty interesting conversation you're having today. Uh, are we thinking about picking up any of these cast-offs for the Texans? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know that any of them would add much here because they're pretty much guys who are done. Which is the entire Texans roster. So there's that. Oh, then we might as well get Deshaun Jackson and add to the list. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> if, if 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 he were to come here and he were to get in a car accident, who would he call? You've got the right question. He would call lawyer Dave. Better dial Dave at seven one three six two six eight nine zero zero. And I would tell him take pictures of the accident scene before you move the cars. If you're able to get out safely and do so then i would call lawyer dave again 713-626-8900 and lawyer dave would set you up mr jackson with the doctors you need to see without any money out of your pocket well what if tyrod taylor goes to the team doctor and gets his lung punctured by a a shot what happens then (laughs) well then we would send a notice letter to that doctor and say excuse me sir what made you think it was okay to puncture this this athlete's lung? And we would do our best to bring him to justice. All right. You don't uh, charge for consultations. And if somebody is in an accident and they need uh, medical help, what do you do? You find out what part of town they live in. We've got doctors and all kinds of therapists all over the city. Get into that doctor. If their car's crashed and they don't have transportation, we'll get them a ride back and forth, too. We'll help them out. All right, based here in Houston, but you practice all over the great state of Texas. Uh, Tell them how they can get in touch with you. You can call me at 713-626-8900 or hit me up at my uh, email address, which is LawyerDave.com, or send me a tweet, which is how a lot of people have been getting a hold of me lately, at LawyerDaveLaw, or through you, my friend. They always can find me through you. All right, that is LT Gray Tejano. If they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. I am my own with you similar because you never could price this rap game in the crisis. Now I gotta sing the blues with the lines of my vices. Damn, damn. My brothers, my sisters, we in it. We in it. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. So Dustin the Ginger just tweeted this at me. Happening now, Texas City orders residents to shelter in place due to chemical release. Oh no, that's not good because I happen to have. Uh, that's pretty much my whole family down there. Mm. That was something growing up we always had to deal with. Was You're, You want to know why I have the blood of the vampire? Because you lived in Texas City? Growing up, well, Lamar, but growing up 
three miles from a plant that would release crap into the air every time it was foggy. So you, you build up an immunity to things. <laughs> so anyway, 713-780-ESPN. Somebody said it's already lifted. So, okay. Nice, nice breaking news there. Somebody probably just uh, left the valve open or something. Um, so a little more draft stuff for you. Did you see that Michael Vick ran a four seven two at the That's age of forty? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I guess he was doing some charity thing, and uh, four seven two at the age of forty. How many? I don't know how many forty year olds that could do that. No. Well, maybe Usain Bolt when he gets. A big yeah, he he'll probably beat that. So, uh, yeah, the, the thing I was gonna get to the. Uh, a computer did the five best and five worst uh, drafts. All right. See if you can. I bet you can guess three of the five worst. Um, the Texans. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, that that's uh, that that's no surprise. Who else was really bad? Um. Oh, it'll probably say the Raiders, even though I don't know that I. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but ding, 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 you're two for two. What about. I'm not crazy about the Saints. I know there's some people who. Saints are on the list. Ding, ding, ding. Three out of five so far with two guesses left. Los Angeles Rams. Another winner. Boy, you're four for four. You're good at this game. Uh One more team. You get three shots at it. The Ravens? No, incorrect. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. The Cowboys? I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Damn it. I'm going to blow this. Yep. You had a big lead here. Uh, man. I got. I don't think I have one. Um, the Seahawks. Ding, 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 yes. ding. Yeah, they only had three picks, yeah, and they weren't very good. Yep, so. yep, yep. All right. Let's see if you can get the top five. Dolphins, correct. Browns, correct, sir. Chargers, very correct. Broncos, and that's one one strike. Uh, damn, there was a lot of good ones. Um, let's go with no, not them. The Jets. Ding, 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 ding. All right. One left and two strikes. Wait, who who, who are my... Uh... Browns, Chargers, Jets, Dolphins. Okay. Um, what about... Oh, the Bears. Yeah. I forgot everybody yeah. kisses the Bears' ass on this thing. Yeah, yeah, I think the Bears did okay. They did all right. Yeah. We'll see. So, uh... uh someone, someone tell Deshaun it's a chemical release, not the kind he likes. Stay away. Hmm. Yeah, that was mean. Why isn't Lamarck a powerhouse in football anymore? I don't even think they have uh, a school down there anymore. I don't. I don't follow that kind of stuff at this point. But I know they disbanded the school district. I don't know if they still. I don't even know if they still play football. Um, I. It's just something you lose interest in as you get older. Yeah. So. Um, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. See, I like the way we still got some draft stuff going on. Uh, 
did you see that uh, Terry Bradshaw is weighing in on Aaron Rodgers now? Yeah. Well, he knows everything. Uh, you know, is is he getting a little senile? I don't. I, I, I mean, and listen, I agree with him. Aaron Rodgers is weak and being a little bitch about this, and I've said that all along. But uh, I don't know why he. Uh, I don't know why Terry Bradshaw is going in on him. It it does seem odd. Um, and again, Terry Bradshaw played in an era where there was no salary cap, so it was just people were spending all they wanted, and it's. It's different now, so I understand Aaron Rodgers wanting you to use your draft picks to to help make the team as good as possible right now while he's there and, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the world still. Um, But he is 38 years old. Uh, I don't blame a team for looking ahead. Fair. And, you know, to, to, to be fair, at the time they drafted Jordan Love, he was coming off a couple seasons where I was like, Maybe he ain't as great as he was, but then he had an MVP season, and now the the Packers look stupid for even considering it. Yeah, but maybe they just maybe he needed a fire lit under his ass. Well, and I, I kind of think he does. I mean, he's he's a weird dude, and I don't think there's any doubt about that. And he's obviously one of the greats of this era, but he's also uh, I don't know about mentally weak. I don't think you can be mentally weak and play quarterback at that level. I just think he's kind of uh, sensitive. Yeah, I mean, not Kevin Durant sensitive by any stretch, but maybe I don't. I don't know. Sensitive, yeah. Although I don't know. Again, I, I don't think you can I think if you're really sensitive. I don't know. Kevin Durant's pretty good for a sensitive bitch. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe that is the word. I don't think it's weak. I think it's just. Um, you know what? I think he's a diva. I think that's what it is. He's a diva who likes to date famous chicks. I mean, I, he is that, but he, he kind of deserves to be, right? To a point. I mean, I don't could I don't know that Tom Brady's a diva. Uh, not when it comes to the football. I mean, yeah. that, that's a guy who gives up contracts and I mean, again, unlike Although there was there was reports that he was starting to have beef with Bill Belichick at the end, right? Yeah, but he also was his contract was up too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I think he's probably getting to the point where he's looking at his career. And it's like if I've only got one Super Bowl, then you know my legacy ain't all that great. I'd like to get one more than Brett Favre, who, by the way, did the same thing to him with you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from, but I also kind of I see the team side of it. They they don't want to be stuck where Aaron Rodgers, and especially because Aaron Rodgers, like, he's got all these interests outside of football, you know, and, and I've said this since this stuff started. He could walk away from football now, and he'd be fine. He doesn't need football anymore. So if I'm the Packers, it, it does make sense to have a contingency plan in place. I... uh if I'm them, I, I mean, if I can get something, you've already kind of proven that, I mean, you can be a Super Bowl contender. You've gotten the NFC Championship game two years in a row, and maybe if things go your way, you can get there. But that's your ceiling right now, yeah. I think. And I don't know, man. I think uh, maybe it's time to hit the reset button. I don't know that Jordan Love is a guy. I don't either. But 
Hey, uh, this is a good question because people wanted to get your take on this. And uh, I was curious about it too. Just tuning in, has uh, Alex Morano versus uh, uh, Cowboy been discussed? It has not, but it is going to happen on Saturday. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, he gets to fight Anthony Pettis and Cowboy Cerrone in back-to-back fights. So that's one thing Alex does now. And it's funny, when before Alex was in the UFC, after every fight, we would go out and we would do a food challenge, and we would eat just disgusting amounts of food. When he, when any of us fought, the next day we would go do a food challenge. And uh, since he's been in the UFC, he doesn't do that anymore because he tries to always stay on weight. And he's a small welterweight. Yeah, uh, he, he could or he could probably make one fifty five, but it would just wouldn't be comfortable, and he wouldn't be able to be ready at all times. So he's just found a weight that he's comfortable at. He's just got to cut a couple pounds and be there on short notice. And an opportunity like this pops up. Great news for him. Yeah, a uh, little disappointed because obviously since we're not here the rest of the week, we always get him on right before his I fight. know, yeah. <laughs> I, I talked to him and it, it's just, it couldn't happen this week. But yeah. uh, uh, I'm sure if, if, if he gets a win, we can talk to him next week. Yeah, because that, that kind of breaks a uh, streak. I think he's been on before every single fight. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We might have Jerome Solomon when we come back. We, we just don't know these things. We'll find out. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Behold the king. The king of kings. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And you know what that music means. So, Jerome, before we get started, we all have a theory. It's like you only only show up on the, the weeks that Aaron is doing your show on Sunday. <laughs> Otherwise, you have something else to do. I'm busy today. Because Aaron, no. Aaron could totally blast your show into oblivion if he wanted to. That's, that's not the case. Aaron didn't even do the show this Sunday. Or did he? Yeah, and guess no, I'll what? be on this Sunday with you. Yeah, but he, did, oh, he didn't last Sunday, and guess where you weren't last week? Oh, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all are putting two to two together and getting 22. Y'all are y'all trying too hard. No. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, just, a, it's at least it's four and Tuesday. a half. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some, some fact in that theory. I don't know. It's just Tuesdays are weird days. Sometimes they Sports has been kind of crazy. There's breaking news happening sometimes, and then there's days like today where there's nothing going on. You know, well, what so, you, uh, I'm available. Uh, well, and we're happy you're here as always. But uh, we're going to keep track of this in the future, just so you know. Okay. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. and if it turns into uh, a hundred percent thing, then you know. We'll- well, I'll have to adjust my game, apparently. They, they, y'all got to read on me now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So start coming on the weeks he's not doing your show. Exactly. Just flip it. So uh, I, I'm curious about uh, your your response to how, how your, your pal Nick Casario uh, categorized everything after the draft. Oh, I, I, I've already decided not to listen to him because he, he says very little and he's he he says nothing and talks in circles anyway on top of it just in case you accidentally try to get something out of it and and, and I'm not going to go on a rant here 
but I will just a quick aside. I know I'm media and I, I know how we are sometimes, but we'll, can we stop parroting this? Oh, they're all about competition. Like, what team is not about competition and positions? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever heard a coach say, the last thing I want is competition on my team? <laughs> no. So stop acting like he invented competition. Gee, man, that's just stupid to repeat something so basic as that. It's just, it, it really irritates me. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I knew it would I think- it, because it, it irritates me that the guy doesn't say a damn thing. And then Nothing. I'm listening to the, the idiots across the dial and they're talking, oh, well, this is, he's so smart. And I'm hearing Cal, Cal McNair saying he's so smart. You know who thinks, uh, people who think a guy like that is smart? Dumbasses. Because they're not actually listening to what he says because he doesn't say a damn thing. It's word salad, as, as Lance put it yesterday. It, 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 it's a serious word salad because this, on Friday night, I kept count of it. He said the word again 57 times <laughs> in 18 minutes. So, what he's saying is, again, as if he's repeating himself because he's repeating what he said when he didn't say anything. So he's going to say it again, even though he didn't say anything again. And it's just like, dude, I'm, I can't I can't waste my time listening. I think he did fine in the draft. I'm I, I think it was the quarterback pick is, is dumb, but it's a lottery pick. This guy could turn out to be one heck of a player if you're lucky. And as I wrote. You know, in Sunday's column, I mean, the Texans, their their family were, you know, the gas bill is due, the lights are already off, and the water water bill is late. You can't afford to buy a lottery ticket. You need to get, you need to spend your money elsewhere. I don't think investing in a third round quarterback is a wise move. But again, you know, it could pay off for them, but I I doubt it. Well, and I think it also says uh, if there was any doubt left about whether or not Tal Guy was going to be back, this pretty much ends it, right? Yeah, well, yeah but it's I, it's still like I I think it's separate from that because it's 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 so unnecessary in a sense. I mean, it's like do you, are you do you really think you're grabbing a guy in the third round who who's going to be your long term replacement? I mean, uh, you really think that's the best that you could do for the next year or so? Uh, you don't think he's better than Tyrod Taylor right now, right? I mean, and he enters the league as basically the same guy as Ryan Finley, who is already on your roster. So I, you know, they they obviously see something there, and and I I've talked to people who know he he used to be one heck of a player. He's got some, he has some skill. He's got a mindset that works, but he was so injured so much. Um, in his last year of high school and then first two years of college that he hasn't gotten many reps, but it's, it's still a reach. And I don't, I don't know if the Texans are in position to be doing a lot of reaching. Well, we, we yeah, kind of, so Deshaun is, well, we kind of talked about this, like how, how well would, would Davis Mills have to play for the Texans not to draft a quarterback with their first pick next year? Like, what would he have to do? And, and that's, I will say this. I know I'm in the minority on this, and I'll just go down fighting. Uh, I, I think they're going to be better than most people think they're going to be. Um, so I don't think they're going to win one or two games and have the number one, number two, or number three pick in the draft. So I, And they don't think so either. So they're operating 
along those lines. Why do you think they're going sense. to be better than that? Like, what what about this roster? I mean, this is the, one of well, the worst it's, it's rosters not, in the league, and they're not going to have Deshaun. Like, this well, is a, a it's, mess. It's it's not the roster necessarily. It's 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 the NFL. One, it's the NFL. I know how the NFL operates. So they're not they're not so bad that they can't win four games. Like like they won four games last year. They easily could have won seven. You know, that's just the way that the league is. I, I don't see them as a two-win team. Well, they, I, I think just, if, if that team know? didn't have Deshaun, I mean, do you remember they won four games and Deshaun had his best season? Right. If, I, I if, without you. Deshaun, what but, what are they? Well, they this roster will be better than last year's roster. It doesn't make it. I mean, that's, that's not hard, I don't know if I agree with that either. Uh, Larry, that's, you, that's not really you lost your do. best pass rusher, and you, you've done literally nothing to replace him. There's no Will Fuller. You've lost your best receiver. They've got much better coaching on defense now. I mean, I just, I just think that I think that change is necessary. They, they've gotten stale with where they were, and and my man's first year as a defense coordinator did not. He didn't shine at all. Um, I, 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 and I think the cornerbacks will be better, of course. How much worse could they be? Yeah. Again, we're t- I'm, I, trust me, I'm not. I'm not acting like they're going eight and eight. I'm just saying they'll be better than people. The complete dumpster fire that people are expecting. I mean, mm-hmm. because if they win five games, you you say, "Wow, they they did a little better than I thought." I'd be so, shocked if they won five games. Is what that's, I'm what I'm, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not going to be shocked when they win five games. Okay, it's hard not to win five games in the NFL. Uh, I mean, it ain't that. It ain't that hard. That's the Lions. <laughs> They've been doing it for a long time, man. But but the Lions had to the you know how much the mess the Lions had to go through to get down to be so bad they they had to fight off victory they had to they had to lose on purpose not to win more than they have what, no, I, uh, what incentive I, did the Texans have not to lose on purpose I, if I were them I'd lose every game next year uh, I don't I don't think they really wanted to take on Houston sports fan um. As a losing organization, no, they don't, I don't care. I don't, they don't care about the fans. They never have. No, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. They care about showing up. No, I'm not talking about caring, winning for the fans. I'm talking about. I, I don't. It's they. They've lived a honeymoon life in terms of sales. That everything is changing for them now, and starting you know from the president and gentlemen every. Everything is different than they've ever been. The last thing they want to do is enter into a year where they're losing on purpose and everybody knows it. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Now they might lose. They're not might. They're gonna lose, but they're gonna try to win. They, they have, they have to present that they're trying to win. And, and again, and it's not. I mean, there's no, there's no suck for luck type year. You know, if, if then fans would understand. Fans would not understand them losing when we don't even know who the number. one I mean, pick I would is understand be. because they have the worst team. It would, like it makes sense to me. If you have <laughs> if you have the worst team, you should lose and try to get better. Right? Like, there's, granted, there's no Andrew Luck or Trevor Lawrence next year, but what there is is better than what you've got now. Kind of like the yeah, Rockets but you, situation. But, but you don't, no, the NBA is different um, because what one player can make a huge difference. And there's not a significant difference in picking third in the NFL draft versus fifth or sixth or seventh. It, it, I mean, there's well, if difference. you wanted a quarterback no, no this year, there was. Well, if, if again, it's, you just don't, you don't know. 
you, you, I mean, you, you don't know. You really don't. And the court, yeah, if you wanted one of the three that went one, two, or three, but what if you want the other two guys? You know, I mean, it's, it's not an exact science. And losing on purpose in the NFL, it doesn't make sense because it, 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 it doesn't pay off for you unless you're literally, man, Andrew Luck is going to be the number one pick. We're not even going to try to win a game. I don't blame <laughs> yeah. you then. I, you know? I, I don't think they have to try to lose. I think they'll go out there and try to win games. They're just not going to be good enough. Yeah. And I think the, the thing about yeah. the fans, though, uh, the, this ain't man you. These idiots are going to show up. I get I got emails from today talking about how wrong I am about and how the Texans are playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. And uh, they're going to show up with their Houston short, fan with, keeps hope alive as, uh, as and, well as anybody. And, and I hey, know, but guess what? I'm at glad, some I'm, point, dude, I'm glad they're loyal. But if they got Toro tattooed to their junk, they're going to the games. At some point, they're going to throw in the towel, don't you? Th- I mean, no, it's been, I don't. It's, it's we're coming up on twenty years of this foolishness, Fred. But anybody, at some it, point, no, they, they, this is they, they they love Jack Easterby and his one fish, two fish. They love Cal McNair, who's dumber than a barrel of hair. And they love this Nick Casario clown. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna die on that hill, and they're not gonna give up on them. And I, and I mean, there's just too many of them, and I don't know where they come from, and I don't know why, but I sure hear from them all the time. Barrel of hair? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you doing your endorsement thing? Is that, is that what? <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a Linville coming up because I say if I got it cut, I would have a barrel of hair, and it'd be smarter than Cal McNair. <laughs> I'd never heard that one, Fred. I was on a roll. I was on a roll. So sorry, I got it. Not Cal. That's what happens when you talk to Texans fans. You have to stay away from them. I, I, I got in some trouble here. I, it, it, it was a few weeks ago. I didn't read the email till today. That's how busy I've been. Some dude emailed me, calling me all kinds of names and everything, and and I replied. I said, "Surely you're not as dumb or racist as you sound via email." And uh, my bosses didn't look, didn't like that response because he forwarded to them because he was all hurt now. Oh, because that's what that's what these little bitches do. It's like, oh, I'm oh, going man. to your boss. You, I was like, dude, it's I okay said, for me to come not. after you, but you you <laughs> yeah. respond to me, and I'm going to go to your boss. We. Yeah, that was like, probably like, a simple cow. Yeah, like like it really bothered me. Please, <laughs> as I told my boss, it's like that was a rather that was the kindest response that reply I could give the guy. You know. With, the names he was calling me they're like oh you gotta be you, just be above that it's like but no every now and then i'll get down dirty too you know uh, I, I, texans fans are i i just think at some point they're gonna give up right i mean sooner I, or listen, later. I, I i know a bunch of people who've had tickets from the beginning who were out but mm-hmm. and, and i know a couple people on the wait list who said nope screw it but i have so many more who were like oh no we're gonna you know, and and there's listen the the contingent that goes out there for the social aspect for tailgating and all that. I totally get that because that's a lot of fun, and yeah. you know, and and you have to have your tickets to do that. So that's great. But there are some people who just they have they're like the pit bull that's got into your leg, and they're just not going to let go, even when somebody's sitting there bashing you in the face with a crowbar. Yeah, I, I will say this: the the thing that we missed was this past season would have been the ugliest crowd that we've had in Houston sports since, since they announced they were going to Tennessee and played that lame duck season. You know, it would, it would have been really nasty in the stadium during all those losses. And uh, this is the first time, Fred, I think that we've managed to fire a, a head coach and people didn't get to boo 
him out the door. Think about it. The last time Texas fans saw Bill O'Brien coaching, they were winning a playoff game. Um, um, it's kind of a miracle, but they won it. You know what I mean? That was, mm-hmm. no, they they were, and they to, weren't supposed they didn't to. Get to. Even the league came out and said they weren't out. supposed to win that. So yeah. yeah, but they didn't get to ride out the stretch of week after week of fire that guy. And people getting kicked out of the stands because of the signs they're carrying. Fire that guy. We, we didn't get that joy of, that you're supposed to get when your team is as bad and, and there's a person you can point to who is the reason for it. And that COVID, COVID took that away from us. I, I think they're going to show up still re- like like fans around Major League Baseball waiting to boo the Astros. I think Texans fans are still waiting to boo this team. And if they show up and they're as bad as, as we all think they're going to be, even though I think they're going to be better than most, they're still going to be bad. It, it, it no, can be no, ugly. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to convince themselves that, oh, David Culley might be a good coach. We don't know. He came from the Ravens. I mean, even though he's never called a play in his life or been a head coach, I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, hey, Davis Mills, he just didn't get enough chances to play at Stanford. He's Andrew Luck. You know, you're going to have Andrew Luck on this. They're all going to buy into that crap because that's what's being fed to them. And, well, and then they're going to get out there and four games in, they're going to be like, oh, you know, maybe we should put Tyrod Taylor back in. That actually is my lead to my column tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, no Mike Bloomgren, Bloom, the coach at, the, at Rice, when he said the first thing he, did, he saw when he looked at the tape of uh, – of Davis Mills was man, he looks like Andrew. <laughs> but that's because he watched Andrew Luck tape and pattern his game after Andrew. But he, he's 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 no Jack Kennedy. No, he's no Andrew Luck. Well, in 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 their defense, I mean, we've only seen eleven games. We don't know what he's going to be. But most of the time, when we've only seen eleven games, the guy is not Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck. He's more like, no. and somebody asked me, is the ceiling Matt Schaub? And I'm like, you know what? They'd be thrilled if they got Matt Schaub out of this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that, yeah, that's, the, that's the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's not, and who reaches the ceiling? That mm-hmm. doesn't happen that often either. So, no, he, he, he was great at one. He, he, he hurt his knee early in his senior year of high school. Then he injured it in the first quarter of the state championship game. So he was out as a freshman. Uh, and then during rehab, he heard it doing a box jump. So then he was out again and he heard it one more time and hurt his leg. He didn't earn the starting spot going into the season and didn't go to spring football until just last year. So he's very inexperienced in those terms. And, you know, and it was the exact same knee every time that he kept injuring and having surgery on. So, you know, and the other guys from his class, I mean, he was rated number one drop back passer. The, the day after he signed with Stanford, Alabama offered him. So everybody wanted this guy. Uh, but guys like Kellen Mann and Ellinger, all those guys were to Tua uh, starting as freshmen. And he didn't get to start until just recently. So it's he's he's in a he's in a different world than all of those guys. That's why I call him a lottery pick. And it's like you it doesn't make you smart to pick a guy who has an outside chance of being good, but most likely won't make it. And and then you're going to be really forced because you, you picked him. He's your first pick for this administration. They're going to ride him out and probably have him out there when he shouldn't be out there. If he, if he turns out not to be good enough, you know what I mean? And that's, this just going to be bad. It's just, I, I don't see any good coming in any direction. See, I, I think his ceiling you is know? Tom Savage. 
Yeah, he 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 he, he he's Tom Savage. That's that's where he got drafted in the Tom Savage spot. And remember, they ran him out there when he had no business ever playing in the NFL game. And and he's never played in another one except for the one that Bill O'Brien forced him into. That tells you, like, there are a bunch of guys who are career backups who, you know, teams see value in. Tom Savage is not one of those guys and should never have been drafted where he was. And the only reason he stuck around was because they drafted him where they did. And that's, and there's a good chance that that's what we'll see from Davis Mills. And so the, the, the Texans next quarterback, you know, is somewhere in high school, somewhere probably. So, yeah, you're about to go through that long stretch of never having a quarterback again, but you know, mm-hmm. there's not much you can do with that. Have you heard anything about, uh, uh, Tal guy getting a settle, getting a settlement done. Is that why everything's so quiet? No, the, the, the after the judge has told everyone, if you if you want to jump on this bandwagon, as it were, you have to identify yourself and you know and and then deal with the attack or whatever the defense is going to present. Uh, that has slowed things down. I, you would assume that every masseuse he's seen in the last year and a half is has been talked to. So there should be nothing new coming. And I I'd be shocked if there aren't some settlements that come along the way here because it just uh it's there's there's not much else that can happen except to go to court. And and, and I don't think I don't think Deshaun Watson wants um to to have these uh, people who've filed these suits stand there and tell them what he did to them. All right, that's Jerome yeah. Solomon. You can follow him on Twitter at Jerome Solomon. Jerome, appreciate the time. Glad you uh, glad you could make time for us this week, sir. I'm always there for you, man. Not Unless always, not. but no. sometimes. Unless I'm not. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, talk to you next time, man. Later. All right, guys. What are you doing for Cinco de Mayo? How about get out to the Rockets game? Uh, yeah, there's still tickets available for the Rockets game against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, and you can get it, your, your packs of tickets in twos or fours. And here's what you get. You get a quesadilla. You get a margarita. And that way, so you're culturally appropriate for Cinco de Mayo. And you get a ticket to the game all for one great price. It's going to be a great night uh, out at Toyota Center. And listen, man, you, you don't want to be out there on the amateur night. You don't want to be out there with the, the fools acting acting wild. Go to the Rockets game. Have some good family fun and uh, and and enjoy the game. Enjoy a nice, a nice meal and a nice beverage as well while you're at it. And you get to see the Philadelphia 76ers who, let's face it, they got a pretty good squad. Uh, these tickets are still available in packs of two and four and they're as low as $30. Grab your tickets now for Cinco de Mayo at Rockets.com before it's too late. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.